Hi guys, welcome to the next episode of the M&M Update with your host, AJ Morris. Hey AJ. Hello, hey guys. <laughs> And me, of course, the little tiny titan, Vicky Masita. Um, and my hair is seeming to get pinker by the day. What do you think, AJ? Oh, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely increasing in pink. It's definitely it way less red now. <laughs> Which is, you know, not, not bra, not strong. What, col- uh... what colour are you going for the finals? Do you know yet? It's going to have to be red, though, again, isn't it? Because, unfortunately, due to the fact that the finals were only seven weeks after our qualifier, I yeah. couldn't get a new bikini. So, you know, <sighs> it's going to have to go red again. Um, That's something but, we should some some like maybe touch on at some point is the ridiculous cost of and the ridiculous difference in cost between female and male competing. You oh, should make God, a whole yeah. separate episode on that because I think that's ridiculous. You know, like I I've secretly changed trunks. I've got some new trunks oh. this weekend, so I've um I, I picked them up off Iron Monkey, which are great by the way. Highly recommend them for for male posing trunks and. I picked them up and got them delivered like within sort of a, a week, but obviously with the female thing, you've got to you've got to wait for all the for all the pretty decorations to be put on it, and you know, sell your house to buy one. And oh, you know. seriously, I'm not even kidding. And you know, you shouldn't really joke about these things, but seriously, I mean, I'm very very lucky. I've got the most amazing sponsor in the world, but I still obviously have to pay some money towards um, my bikinis yeah. and things. Yeah. And one of the biggest issues as well about choosing a bikini is that it's got to go with your look and it's got to obviously suit you Yeah. because if you just go with like a black bikini with um, a couple of diamantes in every now and again, that isn't my personality at all. Do you know what I mean? It just looked ridiculously stupid on me, I think. And it wouldn't go okay. with my skin color or anything along those lines. Okay. And you have to get it ordered six to eight weeks in advance. Ah, now, that's one of the biggest issues, because I'm not being funny, but you can lose a lot of fat on your ass in six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, measurements change drastically. Okay, guys, so we had a little bit of interference there, but not to worry, we are back with the M&M update, so we're just going to get straight into it, um, just because of the simple fact that me and AJ have still got some box-ticking steps to do uh-huh. later on this evening, so... AJ, how have things been going with you this week? Saw an epic picture of your ass first thing this morning at half past six, which was greatly appreciated for your check-in. And they have got some nice deep striations in them right now. So let's first of all talk about your ass and how uncomfortable it is to sit on now that it has got those deep grooves in it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I tend to, it's weird. Like I tend to see that my, my any sort of glute striations are pretty obvious or at least they're at their peak in the morning so like as the day goes on i'll be like fuller but the sort of the the the, the cuts in the glutes might look less apparent as the day goes on they're they're most dry in the morning which is why i am inboxed you with a with an ass shot in the morning um but yeah nevertheless of course and greatly appreciated yeah 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 nevertheless nevertheless so this this um this past week has been or the past two to be honest like the last one where we checked in of course i was saying things were interesting in terms of scale weight not really changing but seeing differences in the Mm. physique and that sort of continued to happen throughout this week so whilst my calories were very similar i was still seeing pretty much daily changes in terms of like getting leaner and I just felt like yep. I could feel body parts coming in like I, I, I felt my glutes like I was literally feeling them because you get to that point in contest prep where you spend a large proportion of your day touching yourself in different places to see whether you're getting any leaner which is weird 
and odds, but that that is life as a bodybuilder. So we uh, or as a man, or as a man, general man, man, general, yeah, just just feeling yourself, and so (laughs) feeling things getting harder in different places. AK Murray, there are young children listening to this. Damn it, we should. (laughs) <laughs> we shouldn't record so late. Um, so yes, this this uh, this past week, I really haven't dropped any scale weight until actually this morning. So this morning, I hit a new low, like overall the entire prep. Uh, I've never never been this light. So it was one fifty on the dot. So the light, lightest I've been before that was I think one fifty point two or point four, and that was actually in the midst of a a, pr- a pretty a pretty low calorie. Yeah, higher fat so i was more depleted at that at that point so if anything i'm like lighter and a little bit fuller to an extent so that's pretty awesome. cool so awesome. that's pretty cool and which definitely definitely actually made me chill out a little bit because i was like oh yeah there's some, uh, some actual fat loss there on the scale of showing up now uh, thank god for that for fuck's sake so i felt like shit for the last two weeks for for nothing for no scale weight loss and to be honest it's really weird like even this is just shows the whole fuckery with scale weight right because that that weigh-in like i know that we shouldn't get obsessed with weigh-ins and i know that we shouldn't get like attached to them but that weigh-in i was like ah like i actually feel a bit more motivated now because the last two weeks yes i'd been seeing changes in the physique but weighing in and stepping on that scale every morning and just not seeing anything move, and if anything, some days seeing it go up and me feeling yeah. me feeling like shit, it just in my head I was like, why am I doing this? Like I'm staying the same when in reality I'm not staying the same. I'm actually progressing. Like the physique is changing, but the scale weight just wasn't, and that's just so frustrating in my set in my head. So yeah, that was a nice revelation. Um, but apart from that, like the only thing that I did do uh, the last two days was I reduced carbohydrates a little bit further by 20 grams a day. Um, so that would have elicited some slight changes just to basically what I wanted to do is realistically, I knew that I was going to be doing three back to back high days. Uh, my scale weight wasn't really mm-hmm. changing. So I wanted to just pull things back just a little bit so that I could get some element of recompensation and have the feeling that at least when I was putting in the carbohydrates, like I felt like there was a little bit of space for them to start going in, a little bit more room created by a little bit more of a deficit, if that makes sense. So it's not any sort of... Yeah, any, yeah, definitely. Nowhere near as drastic as I did for the for the first show. And uh, yeah, actually today, like I, I put up on my Instagram, I'm sure lots of people have seen it already, uh, a comparison of a side chest versus a side chest, like both, both, both three days out. Uh, and you can see like in my legs, just, just, they have come in like they have. So I feel way less stressed now. Not that I was super stressed, but I was just like a bit irritated. I just feel happier. I just feel happier, which is great. So that's how the week's gone really. And um, other than that, I've just been chilling uh, getting a little bit of the the old anxious feelings now as we as we get closer to the actual show day itself because uh, as much as I got the first one out of the way and I've got a trophy sitting here right in front of me I I still feel a bit anxious about the fact that I still want to do really really well this weekend so I'm like oh god like you know who's gonna turn up and who's uh, I need to sleep well and you start and then you just realize fuck it 
it's just another week. Like, it's just another week. You just enjoy yourself. And uh, training-wise, before you ask, because you probably will ask, oh, it's been unreal. And the reason why, I think the reason why is because I've changed training times. Thank the Lord for whoever created that bank holiday. Because that bank holiday made me train early. It made me train at like, uh, what was it? 2.30, 3pm instead of 5pm. Oh my God, unreal. Like unreal. Way better session. And like just way better fluidity of energy. And I just, I come home. I have another meal. I go for a walk. And then by the time I've done all of that, like I'm already at my pre-bed meal and the day just seems to go much more efficiently because I, I work way more efficiently just in the morning anyway. Usually after lunch, I'm like, fuck work. Like, I can't concentrate anymore. I'm way more efficient and neurally, neurologically focused in the morning. So get all my work done, really nice and efficient, eat my pre-training meal, train, come home, eat, go for a walk, eat, go to bed. Like, it's just such a nice routine. And routine's so key, guys. Um, so that's pretty much me like training wise and nutrition wise updated in terms of what i'm doing right now i'm doing three days of higher carbohydrates to to load into the show um and that's what that's what that's literally where i'm at right now first day of uh, carbohydrate loading so i feel a little bit better Excellent. And are you going to train when you do these carb loads as well? Because I and the one of the questions I wanted to ask you about your carb load actually, are you going to increase your amount of carbs that you put in from the qualifiers that you did at the BMBF? Well, for the BMBF, I only did one day. I did a, a very, very, yeah. very, very late backload. So I did a refeed of seven hundred and fifty grams on the Saturday for a Sunday show. So now I'm doing the first day was today, Thursday, and I've done 400 grams, uh, which is quite conservative. I imagine I'll just zip through that like nothing, especially as the fact that I've, you know, I've trained today. I've done pretty normal expenditure, uh, just done no cardio, but just just steps, uh, but normal steps, no changes. I tend to feel like just better when I just keep my expenditure the same. Like my legs never look swollen or or like different from expenditure. They never seem to look different. So I just I just you know, keep mm. that the same because if anything, I feel like it helps substrate move around a little bit more. I feel really yeah. weird in phases where I just sit and eat. But I'm sure there's a point that I'll have to try that and I'll have to see what effect it has. But right now I'm way too stubborn to do it. And if anything, I'm a little bit scared, Vicky, to be honest. I'll be honest with the listeners. I'm a little bit scared just to sit and eat. Sometimes I am scared to do that. So, yeah. Um, what was the question again? Fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you going to be changing the amount that you're doing? And are you going to train on your three days of carb loading? Yeah, so I've trained actually completely normal this week. The only thing that's changing is uh, my Friday leg day is now like a circuit-style pumpy session, nothing to failure, and then Saturday is the same. So the only sessions that have changed Friday and Saturday, the rest of the week has been normal, which is um, actually I think it promoted a little bit of a better look. And I look better when I'm not like backing off. 
I think the cell swelling uh, response from a little bit of hard training actually makes my physique look a little bit better. Uh, definitely no sort of nice. like, definitely no water retention from that. And obviously, I don't, I'm not going to be doing my usual Friday leg day with deadlifts and everything. You know, one or two days out from a shot. Can you imagine? Don't, don't think that would be too sensible. Even though I want to go and crush deadlifts tomorrow, I actually really want to do that. Um, but it would just be stupid. So I'm doing 400 today, and then literally it's just wake up assess. So I can imagine that I'm, I might send you a few photos tomorrow um, and I'll be like, what do you think? And I'll also be like, what do you think to, to Jack? Jack will see me post-workout. He said already today, mm. um, he was like, you look better already. And I was like, well, mate, you know, I can't look that much better. I've only had like an extra bit of potato pre-workout. And he's like, no, you look better. And potato like, gains, dude. Yeah. He was like, no, you look better. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, and to be fair, I looked at the pictures, did look a bit fuller. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it's just, it's just a case of like waking up and assessing. If I feel like I've I've gone too far and I've spilled a little bit, all I'll do is I'll expend a little bit more energy and, and then back off the food if I've got the time to do so, uh, which is be- the benefit of using more days other than just one. Because obviously one wasn't enough, first thing. And then two yeah. didn't, didn't yeah. give me any time to assess. So... Yeah, that's the mm. situation. It's just like wake up, assess, see how I'm looking, see how I'm feeling, see what the scale weight says, and then go from there. I can, to be honest, I can imagine that tomorrow will be a little bit higher. Saturday might be a little bit higher. And then the idea is, hopefully on show day, I'm not having to worry about anything because I've got plenty of substrate in me. So I, what I don't want to do is sort of get to Saturday, get to Sunday show day and have to think about, oh damn it like i need to shovel in food and shoveling in food on show day whilst it seems like fun it's actually not you can just cause a load of bloat yeah and also you're you shouldn't be stressing on show day like if you've got enough substrate inside of you from like two or three days of loading you'll know that whatever happens you're going to get a wacky pump and you're you're going to be yeah yeah um so i think i think i feel i feel way less stressed this time around because i'm not like pinning all my hopes on one day does that make sense yeah. yeah yeah definitely and i think it's the better way to go as well just wake up assess have a bit more have a bit less expend a bit more energy don't do any more energy expenditure it's yeah. the best way to kind of do it isn't it because even though we call bodybuilding a science it's not a perfected science yeah and it's all individualized as well so the principles behind everything that you do peaking for a show um everything leading up to that show um and you know even thereafter it is all scientifically and evidence backed and based 100%. but you and I already know just based on ourselves we could have been grown in a lab as well as some other people as well that we know very much so like like people like Dan Parks and and people who can get ridiculously lean on really high calories you know that's that's not backed by science you know that's backed by individual individuality uh-huh. um and how you react to certain macronutrients so yeah. it's good to just kind of assess it on your own goals and that's one of the biggest things that i want to put out there to, to the guys who are listening as well don't just base you can be too science-based you can be too evidence-based and not actually concentrate on the individuality yeah. of a prep yeah so you know definitely take that on board anecdotal stuff is is very key for sure guys absolutely like you need to be taking note of, of like what works and even if it does it is a bit bro or something like still take note of it it does matter 
Um, so yeah, I think that's then that's about me like covered to be honest, Vic. So we'll move on to to you and how you're doing. So I know that you've had a really really busy few days and you, you you're like tired. Um, some training sessions have been tough. So run us through sort of this week, like what's been going on. Describe what you have to do to sort of like on a day to day basis to to sort of serve your client base and yeah, take us through things. What's what's been going on? Okay, so first off, the most important thing coffee that has got me through the mornings of these last couple of days yeah plenty of black coffee yeah Mm -hmm. plenty of black coffee so um over the last three days i've had really early morning clients so i've been starting the day at 4 30 in the morning because even though um my clients start at 6 30 7 o'clock i've needed to get some steps in Uh um to tick those boxes and stuff so i've been getting up early and and getting a few of those in before i start my busy day with clients Mm. um then i've obviously got clients one-on-ones and then i've got client updates for my online clients as well then i've got new podcast recording more steps the kids that need sorting out because they're still on holiday believe it or not um thankfully they go back on monday so that'll get me back into a a bit better of a routine um training wise this week i've switched it up so i'm not going hard and heavy because i just did two really heavy weeks of rep ranges between six and eight and eight and ten um so just to kind of give my joints a little bit of a rest i've increased my rep range but actually what I found really interesting this week is that once you start to increase a rep range, you should really come down in weights in order to achieve oh, the, the desired rep range. Well, I yeah, obviously. Well, I didn't. Ah. And I actually used the same... I know, right? So I actually used the same weights... Um, for, so I'll use like bicep bicep curls, right, for example. Yeah. Um, standing bicep curls, I used a 20-kilo barbell, um, and I did four sets of 12 reps I think last week or four sets of 10 reps with a four second eccentric so that's the negative part of the uh, so the lowering part of your, your bicep curl mm. um with a four second negative and I managed to kind of fail on the 12th rep okay, um, sure. with no bro swinging perfect rep right so this time my rep range was between 14 and 18 just with a two second eccentric and a two second squeeze at the top and I still used a 20k barbell and still did four sets of 18 wow so it was like strong. strong. Really love that. Strong. <laughs> so, but that was the same with every exercise, and it okay. was just like, do you know what? I've obviously started gaining some kind of strength here as well, and now I'm just accumulating all of that strength going wow. into some higher volume stuff, which is really exciting and interesting. Um, and then, like there yesterday, I don't know if anybody saw the Instagram post that I put on, but what has two thumbs and got. PBs on every fucking exercise on leg day. Smash this bugger! It was yeah, mate. It was really mm-hmm. funny. And do you know what was so funny? I was I started doing front squats, right? So yeah. I haven't done front squats for a really long time. Started doing front squats, um, and it's never been my strongest squat. Um, sure. But I start I started doing it. I'm getting super good quality depth. I'm really feeling it in my in my quads. Um, really enjoying it. So I did my front squats again yesterday. And uh-huh. I was so pumped, I put another two and a half kilos on the bar, which doesn't seem like a lot, but when you're doing that, that rep ranges and you go into depth, you use it. Yeah, on yeah. a front squat, two and a half kilo in a week, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, so I was doing those with a three second negative, a two second pause in the hole, and then obviously powering up, that is hardcore. 
um, and I went from 40, uh, 45 kilo front squat for four sets of eight and went up to 47 and a half for four sets of nine um, with all of those pauses. And on my last set, I was so desperate to get that those last few reps that I, I always wear headphones when I do my squats because I just don't want anybody to bother me. Um, so I had these big mofo fuck off headphones <laughs> on, right? And um, on the last three reps, I felt myself failing. And, I, you know, you just get that aggression just coming to you. And I had the bar up here like this. Now I'm going, come on! And it's going down. And the other people are, like, laughing at me. Some women are, like, scared of me. And then the very, the very, very last squat, I got into the hole, held it for two seconds, and then literally, I haven't screamed so much in my life trying to get this fucker up. But <laughs> on the way up, literally going, <laughs> sounds like, sounds I mean, like me on the hack squat. <laughs> oh, mate, it was. Yeah, After like, I saw uh, that video, I was like, shit. <laughs> it was just purely me. It was so funny. So, yeah, I think I scared a few people at that point, especially wearing my T-shirt saying Tiny Titan. It must have looked ridiculous. But do you know what? Who cares? If it helps you get that last rep up, girls, grunt and scream however oh, loud you want to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. You want to get that done. squat up, get it up. Yeah, I, so I've, so I've, yeah, so that was. I found that recently, like making noise, actually really helps. Like it's something that I didn't really use to do, <laughs> to be honest. It really fucking helps, especially when you're in a deficit yeah. and you're like having to grind for the reps, like just shouting, and screaming. Like sometimes it just oh, it takes you to that next level. I totally agree with that. Too many girls like are, are yeah. a bit afraid of the noise. I think. Oh, it's just funny i mean I, I see these girls and they don't want to lift heavy because they don't want to make noise and then you know you see guys who are lifting i don't know six kilo barbells or six kilo dumbbells and they're oh. making as much noise as they can and wearing a weight belt and everything else it's like oh dear god really come on man serious um but yeah so that was training so i've actually had a really good time doing training this week even though it has been hard um okay, and it has been tough and a, and a grind the reason why it's been hard as well is like we had a little talk beforehand. I've been cold, like serious cold. Mm. Not just wearing a hoodie going out on our evening walks, but I'm talking like wearing a t-shirt, some thermals and two hoodies with my hood up and my zip across my nose. Yeah. And I'm still chuffing, freezing. So I'm not surprised, that hasn't been to be right honest. Fun. You are, a, you are a, no, a, a, a small individual that is also very fucking lean. So you, yeah. you, you're probably not going to be warm, to be honest. And you're probably yeah. not going to be warm for a good four or five months, mate, to be honest. Yeah, you know? I'm not excited about it. It's uncomfortable, mm, but, right, isn't it? Um, it's such a pain in the ass. You come home and you actually just want to be literally. warm. You actually just want to, like, just have a bit of heat. And then your hands are cold and you've got five client messages to answer on WhatsApp and you can't type. So you have to do a voice note. Yeah. And, and then you can... Have you ever had issues with um speech? Like slurring words? Yes. I keep slurring everything yes. when I'm tired. And then when my mouth gets a bit cold from like the evening walks. I came home last night and my mum asked me a question. And I literally said it in like Argentinian or something after like... I, I literally <laughs> couldn't get out the words that I wanted to say. If any other language besides English was what I said um so yeah very interesting 
I think it's a, a, a combination of obviously being lean, being cold, not too fun. Yeah. Um, finally, yeah. Vic, so that's training. That's pretty good. That's sick. That's awesome. That's wicked. Happy for you. Now, yeah. like, what about sort of like where you're at with nutrition? What's the plans for like, I know that we sort of had a chat midweek about your body weight and then chucking in cardio and then yeah. what you want to do. So like, what's what's where's macros been this week and what's the plan for next week uh, if you've got one yet so yeah so i'm gonna change up the plan tomorrow i would have thought because then we are getting very very close to four weeks out um so no cardio has been implemented as of yet i think the midweek weigh-in head fuckery weight scale going up by two and a half pounds was literally just an anomaly um it was very very hot the last couple yeah, it was too hot the the last two days, and I was still covered up because you know if you don't wear blankets in bed, then the buggy man's going to get you. So you've got to stay covered up even though you're hot. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know that rule, but you know you can't be exposed. I know it. I unfortunately, know it now. yeah, I know it now. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you know don't leave a hand hanging over the bed because that fucking monster will get you right anyway um so i was covered up it was hot in my room i probably you know used up a lot of um hydration that i had that day and so i was i was actually storing quite a lot of water and that's the reason why my weighing was quite high um but yeah but you know i mean i'm back down to 104 again today and i'm lean as fuck um and what is funny is that i went to go and see my consultant today about my hamstring and my glute okay um and he showed me my MRI scan, right? I'm actually going to put it on. So, people, if you're not um, if you're not watching this on YouTube, I apologise, but I'm I, I'm actually going to show AJ and, and bring this picture up onto the onto the camera, right? This is my MRI scan. Mm. So, can you see that? There's a it's a human Strong. body on the screen. That is a human body, right? There's now, some, all of that white. There. There <laughs> uh, is some pelvis and some quads. Check out the quads, dude. Oh, there they um, are. The white outline yeah. is basically body fat. Wow. Okay. Fuck me. Now, nothing. that's exactly right. Nothing. So the white outline is supposed to be at least that much thicker. Yeah. And the consultant said to me that the MRI he saw there, he has never seen anybody with that amount of body fat or lack of awesome. in an that's MRI scan before. That's a win. I know, I was like that. I need to take a picture of it. I need to take a picture of it. So I was actually categorized at that point for a woman, right? And the body fat on my... Yeah, I was dead. This is why I'm so fucking hot. Dead, right? Yeah, exactly. But I was categorized in the MRI scan as being sub 8% body fat. Awesome. Right? And that for a female is uncharted territory. That's... So they actually didn't have a percentage. They literally just said sub 8% because they didn't go below 8%. Unreal. So made my day and I was quite happy with that. I was like, you know what? I can be conditioned then. Nobody can, nobody can tell me that I can't get lean, which is cool. Nice. So um, nothing's changed with nutrition. Nothing's changed cardio um like i said last week the only thing that we did was increase my steps to fifteen thousand. so they've been constant um if anything i've been doing a little bit more because i've been really busy yeah um so i have had yeah i have had to take neat into consideration and i've had like 10 clients a day as well and you know loading leg presses up 10 times a day is hardcore for neat Mm. um so again guys 
take that into consideration when you're cutting. Um, take If you are a PT or you feet all day and that kind of thing, then, you know, take into consideration what you're actually doing every single day, not just the steps that you're doing as well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, other than that, I think that's about it for me as well. Um, I'll do my check-in tomorrow, so I'll do my weights measurements. You'll obviously have some ass pictures as well, um, which is always enjoyable. Yay! Yay for the ass! Um, and I'll get my lighting right as well. And yeah, guys, if you're going to do check-in pictures, listen to what AJ says and use the same fucking lighting, the same camera, the same variables, because I started pissing myself off by having a, a different lighting head. go on. I know, yeah. proper fucked your head, right? Proper Tell you what, fucked fuck my head the other day. I woke up, it was too dark to take my photos, decided to take them later, took them later in the light and it changed them. Wow, it fucked me off. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was like, no, these, this isn't right. This isn't right at all. This looks shit. This looks awful. And in reality, they look fine. Um, and if you ever That's take it. shit progress pictures, pro tip, um, walk away from them and then look at them later. And yeah. when you get an objective point of view, you'll be better. Like you'll find them, like you'll look at them in a different angle um, and you'll you'll view them differently. Um, one of the two things I was going to mention, for anyone that didn't see the image of uh, Vicky's, um, Vicky's uh, uh, MRI, and if you're listening on iTunes, I know a lot of people do, to describe it, it looks like um, a bit of uh, like her fat. It's like bacon. Bacon should have like a decent amount of fat around the edge. Um, it's like a bacon strip with like no fat. That's what it looks like on the MRI. <laughs> Unreal. That's what I saw in the image. It's like absolutely, that is so funny. absolutely lean as fuck bacon. That's what Vicky is right now. Um, <laughs> I'm a medallion. I'm a <laughs> an absolute medallion. Yeah. Oh, dude, Vicky medallion, Masita. <laughs> Uh, I'm a, I'm a turkey right. I'm a turkey rasher. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even proper bacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turkey rasher. I'm a turkey medallion. Oh, <laughs> good old Matheson. good old Matheson's got nothing <laughs> on me boy <laughs> oh dear you can Unreal. tell that this has been recorded at eight o'clock at Too night late. and not at like three in the afternoon Too <laughs> when we did it we're just going a bit mental Absolutely. we're gonna actually turn into these m&ms i tell you oh so cool. funny so um, funny but thing, yeah anyway the, one more thing hmm. that i wanted to finish on is uh when this gets released i'm not sure when it will but um if it if it does get released slightly before, then best of luck to Big Steve competing in his first show uh, tomorrow uh, Saturday. So um, best of luck to Big yeah. Steve because we we love Big Steve at Revive and they do a very similar podcast to this Revive to Stage. Make sure you check that out because uh, we don't want to appear like we're copying them or anything like that. We're just two people that want to put out content at the same time. Uh, just so happens that they do a very similar thing, which is also very cool. But good luck to Big, Big Steve. And uh, I'm sure that he'll do very well. He's looking very peeled. So um, best of luck to him. And uh, we'll leave it there. So, um, yeah. Thank you, Vicky. Lots of love. Lots of love. Thank you guys for listening. Cool, cool. Peace out.